government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. seven years. I thought this was a conservative area. When I see members of the board of the schools that are in control of our children and the way they think, I'm disgusted. This is exactly why my kids are at home, homeschooled, staying away from people like you. They want to poison their minds and think that there's something they should fear. You guys are like the boogeyman. You're creating hysteria and you're creating a generation of children with social anxiety. You're going to create an entire generation of pill-popping junkies. And this is going to be your doing. Because they have no idea what other people's faces and smiles look like. They're going to grow up in a world of angry, bitter people, pissed off citizens who have no idea. This mouth plays a major role in nonverbal communication. I've taken psychology classes. I went through the indoctrination camps. I got my bachelor's degree from Sac State. Okay? I went to Sierra College. I made it through. And you know what? I learned that there are people who will stand up for the kids, and there's people like you. People that pretend like you stand up for the kids because you want the paycheck, you want the cool name, you're president. Well, I'm president too, bro. We're both president of a group. Congratulations. But I stand up for the kids. That's the difference. I stand up for the kids in the community. I put my life on the line for these kids. I stand up for everybody's kids in all the communities. You understand? I am just here on a nine to five basis. I do it Monday through Sunday, 12 to 12. These women right here, it's sad you beta males let these women lead by example. You are seen as weak, minuscule men. And I tell my boy, men like you, those aren't men. You understand? You will be weak, minuscule men the rest of your lives. And I'm not going to let you influence the other boys in this community to be little cucks. 
You understand? <laughs> this is a city of men, not betas, non-gender identified people. You understand? Okay? There are men and there are women. And there are betas and there's alphas. And it is Omnicron crap is a joke. Take the mask off, take a deep breath, go do some yoga, wear your mask, okay? And another time, we stop poisoning our children's brains. This is psychological damage. And I know you're looking at me, bro, because you know what I'm saying? It's truth. You know it, you're going to go home and sleep on this, and it's going to bother you. And I'll be back in two weeks, bro. I'll be back every two weeks, because I own my own business, I homeschool my kids, and I can do that. Because no one else signs my checks, you understand? We sign your checks. And you best bet, I'm going to run a boatload of people against you guys. There ain't going to be no easy-peasy election next time, you understand? There's going to be at least two or three of you for each position. It is a whitewash. You guys are toast. You will not allow for this. I don't care what you've done in your community, because this is enough. You can go do all the good you want, but when you poison my kid's mind, it's done. Okay? You crossed the line. So I'm letting you know, we're pissed, and it's enough. Hey, man. Hey, that was that was a fired up dad right there. That was a fired up father of children in the public school system right there. I saw this video circulating on social media the last couple days. But I've been so in, in enveloped and in, engulfed, I should say, in 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 the uh the real January 6th story that, that I said, you know, I, I just, I, I didn't take the time to stop and watch that video. So today I said, okay, let me see what all the hubbub is about. <laughs> well, you got it. There it goes. No wonder that video has been making its rounds uh, around social media. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here live from America from the live free or die state. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving, and flag-waving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And if there was ever a mic drop moment, then that Papa Bear right there just <laughs> dropped the mic. Oh, he dropped the whole sound system on that school board. I mean, with that, hey, hey, hey. I mean, you have backed so many people into corners what do you expect them to do as a matter of fact what do you expect the american christian patriot to do when you back him or her into a corner well you get stuff like you've been seeing over the past six seven months in this country and that's another thing let's take a minute can we just take a minute here on this year of our Lord, 2022, January 7th. Can we just take a minute and look back? So many people have the tendency to only look, look at the here and now. And I think we need to take a minute and stop and breathe. We have been fighting hard. We have been fighting hard all of January, all of uh, 2021, all the way up until now, 2022. We've been fighting nonstop to, to soften the blow of the Democrats having the House, the Senate, and the and the uh, the White House, that we haven't stopped to think about. Look at all the winning we have done, and not only the winning. Look how this country has been transformed for the better in this last year. So you might say to yourself, "What do you mean, Biden has Biden's transformed this country into a pile of horse dung?" I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who have who have gotten uh, have gotten involved 
in their communities, in their election process, in their, whether it be running for school board and, and wiping out and cleansing their terrible school boards who have not really kept the children's safety and their well-being uh, as a priority. I'm talking about the city council seats where people are sick and tired of these, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever it is in your town or your city, however many city council members there, people are sick and tired of them trying to act like little, little Democrat uh, administrations and run what everybody does with their life. People are sick and tired of it. County commissioners. I mean, it's going from, from all the way down to, to, to school boards all the way up and in, into, into state government. People are, are, are sick and tired of it. And the one thing that you have to look back on this year is how many people got involved. What an incredible, what an incredible time to be alive to see the American man or woman Say, wait a minute, we have a republic here. This is not a democracy. This is not a democracy. This is a republic, and I, I can actually do something? Little old me in this tiny little town in Iowa? Little old me in this tiny little uh, town in, 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 in Kansas? What about me all the way over in Idaho? Or me all the way down in South Carolina? Or maybe you're living in Almost heaven, West Virginia. You know what I mean? Maybe, who knows? Who knows where you are in this country, but guess what? Yes, little old me, little old you, we have a lot of power, thanks to God, giving us the rights that we have in this country. And people are getting involved, and it's a great thing to see because that is how we transform this country. That's how we truly make America great again is from the bottom up. It was never from the top down. We don't live in a top down system. We don't live in a monarchy. We don't have kings and queens. Those people that represent us, represent us, that have been in power for 30 and 40 years, they're no better than you. They don't come from royal blood. As a matter of fact, you as a child of God come from the most high royal blood. Thanks for joining in tonight. If you're watching on Rumble, Please give me a share, give me a like, or a rumble, I should say. Let's get ready to rumble. If you're watching on Getter, Getter, how many times do I have to say it? How many times do I have to say it? Getter is the new spot, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the future plans that Jason Miller has for Getter at the end of the show, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Follow me there. Follow me on Rumble. Share it out. If you're watching on Digital TV, thank you for joining in tonight, whether it's Roku or Fire Stick. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News, you already know we found a home here on Real America's Voice News, and we have a lot of new family members to add to this Live from America family. I'd like to say happy birthday to 15-year-old newcomer Bryn. Bryn, happy birthday to you. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. We have a lot of youngsters your age who watch the show, and it really, really inspires me that this show actually can hold a 15-year-old's attention for 60 minutes. That's incredible. That's incredible. We must have something good here. Anyway, folks, uh, yes, big big happy birthday uh, to Bryn. And uh, continue to keep getting involved, folks. That's the only way. I mean, if you really want this country back to the way it was when we had pride and we had family and God was the center of everything, if you really want to get to that moment again, it's really up to you. It's really up to you. And whatever uh, remote area you are of this country, you have just as much power as the president of the United States. And don't ever let anybody tell you any different. Let's go to Jesus Calling, January 7th, 2022. Even the greatest blessings can fail to bring joy unless they are received with gratitude. Just keep coming into my presence with thanksgiving. 
Your persistent thankfulness may actually provide the long-awaited key I will use to unlock major difficulties in your life. I want to, before I get to the verses, the actual verses, I want to talk to you about that Thanksgiving that that, 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 that was referenced there. So, literally, I, since I started uh, really giving my, Lord, my life to the Lord and, and talking to Him multiple times a day and, and, and giving time just with God, one thing that I've noticed that I've always done since then is thank him for literally everything. If somebody, if somebody, if it snows and my neighbor shovels half of my sidewalk to my driveway, I, I, I try to look at God or drop to my knees and say, thank you so much for that person. If even if there's some adversity and something comes my way that I have to try to get over in a daytime and still continue to do these shows twice a day. I say thank you for that adversity. I thank God so much now, and that's, what, that's the great thing about being uh, a Christian and walking with Jesus is that you thank him for absolutely everything. Every dollar that you guys give in a donation, I, I treat it as it's a million dollars. Psalm 104 and 5. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. And from John 16, 22, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy no one will take from you. That's what we're all about in 2022, spreading that joy. Before you turn out the light, thank me, not only for the obvious blessings, but for the situations that you would have never chosen. This is true trust. I don't know if I would have left my IT position to do this show. I've done, I've done videos and, 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 and worked so hard to get President Donald J. Trump elected. I've performed. I was in the music business. I've traveled. I've done all of it. And it was finally time to be able to not travel and be with my family, get a nice cushy six-figure-a-year job in the IT industry, but something was calling my name, and I trusted in the Lord, and I took this leap of faith, and while I don't make nearly as much as I would have if I would have stayed at that job, I'm far more, far more happy. I'm doing the Lord's work. I'm trying to spread the gospel and the truth as much as I possibly can. I've gained amazing friendships and partnerships in Real America's Voice News and everywhere else. And the show is growing, and I could not be happier. I could not have more joy than I have every day coming behind this desk twice a day. It's truly an honor. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together, folks, and as we do, let's think of all those people out there that we know in our families, in our friendships, at our places of work, and the people that don't even like us, the people that you know. Let's, you know, let's think about job. Let's think about your job real quick. There's got to be somebody at your job who doesn't like you. There's got to be somebody in your town, somebody in your school, somebody somewhere who doesn't like you. Let's think of those people and let's forgive them with a smile on our faces. We say the Lord's Prayer together. Everybody in the room, let's do it. Come on. Come on, everybody in the kitchen. Let's go. Get in here. Hey, put that, put that iPod down. Put that iPod down. Let's go. Put the cell phone down. Let's drop the PlayStation controller. Let's go, everybody. Come on. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom 
and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Woo! And you know what? For all those people that uh that come on the uh the, the comment sections that come here for uh to be to be rude, we'll pray for you and we love you more than anything in this world. Let's start off this year the right way, folks. We're gonna take a quick timeout, quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. And uh stay tuned because the first and foremost section back, we're gonna be breaking down the Supreme Court oral arguments today and what the big takeaways from that hearing were. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. I see Freddie made it back to Rumble. How you doing, Freddie? Let's do some shout-outs real quick here. Let me know who you are. Let me know where you're from. I'm going over to Getter real quick because uh, our Getter family is growing and we always want to make sure that we never, ever, ever forget to include shout-outs over there on Getter because, like I said, that's going to be one of the freest places on social media here real soon, and we'll break that down at the end of the show. Larry Rehas says, I come for the food. Me too. I come for the food too. That's spiritual food. Kevin and Kathy in Illinois say, hey, and happy new year, Jeremy. Hey, Kevin and Kathy. Thank you so very much. I appreciate that. Mike from PA. Good to see you. Sherry from Michigan. Hello, Sherry from Michigan. Bree K coming in hot today, she says. Yes, I am like a fireman. Uh, I shared and said hello to Facebook, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda Collins. Gotta love Amanda. Love you so much. Matter of fact, my girls are out there right now, my daughters, and they're actually putting up all the gifts and presents you guys have ever sent. Uh, remember, new address, folks, and I had that running on the ticker this morning on the lower part of the show. Leslie Lugo, my family, my sister from another mister down there in Boston. How you doing, girl? Let's jump over. We've got uh, Tara from Gettysburg, Sylvia Jarrett from Jacksonville, Jan from the great state of Florida, Beth from Connecticut. How are you, Mark Smith? Good to see you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, who else we got in here? Tracy from Addison, Texas. Big things happening in Texas. Watch Stu Peters. Getter is censoring. No, Getter's not censoring. Getter censored one kid, Nick Fuentes, and I can tell you why Getter censored this kid. I didn't even know who this kid was until I started, until one night on Getter, when Real America's Voice News was running a, um, was running a uh, live stream, and on that live stream, I told you that we got hammered and, 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 the, and the thing got hacked over by liberals. It wasn't liberals. It wasn't liberals. I went back and looked at it. What it was was a bunch of these people, these, 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 these Nick Fuentes armies, whoever this kid is. I guess he's some conservative from the West Coast. They, it was his army. It was like 20,000 of his followers, and they were saying some of the rude, most nasty things that I have ever heard or seen in my life, and I come from a pretty rough background. I'm saying they were saying things that you would never say that you would never even hear a liberal say. So from my personal experience, people like that should not be on, on platforms. People like that should be. Look, there should be no pornography on fl- platforms. There should be no calling for violence in any way, shape, or form. And there should be none of that kind of stuff. And I'm talking N-words and C-words and stuff like that. I've got no room in my life for that, and nobody should have any room for their life in that. I Getter doesn't censor um, in the way that people think they do. Everybody has to have terms and conditions. And when you're a pretty, when you're a scumbag like that, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you again. I don't know this kid. Don't care. And uh, that's what's going on there. So 
And I'll tell you what, uh, ain't, uh, ain't nobody that's uh, close to Steve Bannon and close to President Trump going to be out there censoring anyway. The, the, uh, Jason Miller's not a rhino whatsoever, and he's killing it. And people hate it. That's the big problem. People hate it because they know they're going to have to rebuild somewhere else and they don't want to have to go through all the trouble. And they go over there and they test the freedom of speech and they say crap that they shouldn't say. Now, I don't know what the extent is of what this kid got banned for, but I can tell you what, his little puke bag army, his little teenage puke bag army, whoever they are, there's no place in the conservative movement for them. There's no place in the GNP for them. There's no place on life from America for them. And I wouldn't give that kid uh, uh, the time of day. I don't care who he is. Now, earlier in the show, somebody had said something about uh, these, this, these, Christian vo- or, uh, these conservative voices that passed away from COVID. I believe the guy's name was Doug and the other girl's name was Christine or something. I didn't know them either. I didn't know them either. Uh, um, and, uh, but I will say, um, you know, prayers for them because it sounds like they were good Christ- uh, cr- uh, conservative voices. Not sure if they were Christian or not, um, but from what everybody messaged me, they were, they were big voices for, the, for freedom. And uh, so we definitely want to keep them in our prayers. And, of course, Doug Mastriano's mother uh, passed away as well. We are just having him on the show, and then that happened a day after. Really odd, but you know what? We got to keep these people in our prayers. All right, let's get back to the show. And uh, we're going to finish off Friday the right way. You know what I mean? Not the wrong way. We're not going to finish off Friday all, you know, uh, veins bulging and screaming and red face. No, 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 no. We're going to have some facts. We're going to have some fun. And then we're going to bounce for the weekend. Okay. All right. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here in the live free or die state of New Hampshire. I'm Jeremy Harrell. Of course, sitting here with the entire Live from America family all across the board, digital TV, cable TV, social media, and so much more. Let's get to the first and foremost section of today, which is going to be breaking down what happened. Breaking down what happened in the Supreme Court today with the oral arguments of Biden's illegal, illegitimate. I mean, it's illegal no matter which way you say it. If if Biden farts in the wind the wrong way, it's illegal and illegitimate these days because he's doing it from an address in which he should not reside because he did not win. And you can't prove to me he won. Prove to me that he won. I'll just keep saying that to liberals and to people who don't believe that that's the case because they're too dumb to look at the evidence that we give them every day. Prove to me he won. And don't tell me, well, it was certified by Katie Hobbit in Arizona and she's the Secretary of State. Don't give me, oh, it was certified by Big Bird Brad Ravensburger down there in Georgia. Oh, it was certified by, by the people in Pennsylvania. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. These same so-called experts said that they were going to beat COVID. And how's that working out for you? <laughs> how's that working out for you? I don't care. Now, you're not going to tell me to sit here and trust in some flawed, crooked politician. Prove to me one or shut your mouth. Anyway, I digress. Let's get back to the real reason for the season, and, th- and that is the, uh, the Supreme Court. Today, we heard oral arguments from the Supreme Court concerning Biden's mandate of large companies of over 100 employees or 100 employees or more. Um, and so far, it's looking as though majority of the conservative judges appear to be poised to block Biden's vaccine mandate after the first day of oral arguments anyway. So we're going to get into that story for a minute. I got to tell you, from my point of view, I didn't get to hear all of it because I was doing my morning show. I tried to hear as much as I could during and or before and after, and then went back and heard some that was playing during the show. And pretty much it, it, it goes how you expect it to go. You have liberal judges and you have conservative judges, neither of which should be the case. Both of all of them should be judges for the Constitution, period. 
You should not have liberal and you should not have conservative biases when it comes to those nine individuals in those sacred robes, in those sacred seats, in that sacred building. They should be there for one reason and one reason only, and that is to make judgments and rulings based on the Constitution and the way it was written. Unfortunately, we live in a sin-filled, fallen world as it is, and here we are. So, of course, same kind of stuff you'd expect to see. Uh, Sotomayor and the other liberal judges said liberal stuff, and the conservative judges were actually saying conservative stuff. I mean, we didn't have any Amy Phoney Barrett going on. We didn't have any crazy Brett Kavanaugh going on. It was some pretty solid arguments. We heard dumb statements on both sides, mainly on the liberal side. But for the most part, I heard some very intelligent conversation, heard some very intelligent uh, uh, dialogue and deliberation going back and forth. A lot, and most of it was based in Constitution. It's like, what are we here to do? It's very easy to get, you know, off the beaten path when you're in there, when you're in a legal setting like that. It's very easy to, to, to start making a case based on the way you feel or you think America feels. And uh, it, there really wasn't a lot of that. I mean, there was from the attorneys on both sides, but not from the, not from the bench, at least not from the conservative side. But, of course, you're going to have the same, the same kind of stuff going on on the liberal side that you expect to have. And, again, that shouldn't be the case. But let's, uh, let's break it down a little bit. Uh, the, high, the highest court in the land began hearing the oral arguments of two of Joe Biden's vi- uh, uh, vaccine mandates. The Biden regime mandated all companies with 100 employees or more to test weekly or be fully vaccinated. Biden also mandated the healthcare workers, you might have heard this as CMS, at places receiving medical, uh, Medicaid and Medicare funding to prove they are vaccinated. Arguments wrapped up mm, roughly about three and a half hours. I think it was three hours and 40 minutes uh, t- this afternoon. And the Supreme Court's conservative majority appear to really be uh, a poise to block Biden's vaccine mandates. Gorsuch appears to view mandate as controlling employment of healthcare workers. Justice Gorsuch asked a series of questions to Fletcher about the impact of the vaccine mandates and how it can be viewed potentially as controlling the employment of healthcare workers, which is not allowed by law. Quote, this regulation affects, we're told, 10 million healthcare workers and will cost over a billion dollars for employees to comply. So, What's your reaction to that? Why isn't this a regulation that effectively controls the employment and tenure of healthcare workers at hospitals? An issue Congress said the agency did, did not have the authority that should be left to the states to regulate. And really, that's the way we've always done it when it comes to this kind of stuff. Amy Barrett asks how long OSHA intends to use these emergency powers. Justice Barrett, and that's a good question. You know what? That is an absolutely, wonderfully, uh, um, carefully calculated question. How long do you expect these emergency powers to last? Is this going to be now a power that is given to OSHA, who regulates safety glasses and, and what to wear when it might be in a harmful situation, not what goes into your body? Is this going to be a permanent thing? What a great question. Something we asked a long time ago here on Live from America when this was first started to really circulate so how much power are you going to give them how much power and and for what length of time are you willing to give it to them for so justice barrett asked the government how long osha intends to use the powers as it has to bypass the notice and comment period of regulation given that covid19 is now on its way to becoming um endemic and may for years if not longer and may last for years if not longer 
quote, when must OSHA resort to its normal authority and notice and notice and comment, she asks. The government lawyer says that it is not clear, but assures the court that this is not a way to bypass notice and comment permanently. Oh, oh yeah? Let me go back in time, in any time in, in history, and tell me when the government has been given said power or so much power, have they ever given it back without a fight? And the answer to that is simply no. I'm going to save you the internet searching, the Google, the Bing, the DuckDuckGo, whatever you use. I'm going to save you that time, and I'm going to unequivocally say no. No government in the history of the world has ever given freely freedoms back that they've already taken. It just doesn't work that way. Kavanaugh quizzed the government on lack of explicit congressional approval for the OSHA mandate. Kavanaugh on the arguments... um, that Congress has not authorized OSHA, which is 100% true, to make these mandates, notes that Congress has made explicit references to vaccines on a number of occasions in statutes, but not in this instance. And he notes that President Bush made reference to a potential threat of this nature in 2005. Quote, yet there has not been a vaccine statute passed by Congress to deal with this kind of thing. And that's the common sense of it, folks. You are there to make a ruling or make a judgment on law and facts and the Constitution and what authority you have in the federal government to be able to do this stuff. It's really that simple. Chief Justice John Roberts makes a reference to tweet to a tweet retweeted by White House Chief of Staff uh, Ronald Klain, which described the OSHA mandate as a workaround, which is exactly what they just said it wasn't. Quote, I mean, this has been referred to the approach as a workaround, and I'm wondering what it is you're trying to work around, he asked. Now, Alito asked about possible vaccine side effects. This is the only time that I heard today that I heard Actual, real questions that should be asked about adverse reactions and deaths. Everybody wants to stay away from that, and we know why. Alito asks um, Preliger about the side effects of vaccines in some instances, while strongly stressing that the vaccines are overwhelmingly safe. Preliger says that there are some adverse reactions, but minimal compared to COVID-19. Really? Because VAERS is reporting over 1 million. And today I'm going to break down for you. The CDC actually published a paper admitting that VAERS is vastly underreported. Alito asks if OSHA has ever imposed any other regulation that would impose potential adverse health effects on workers. And Preliger says it has not. But there is no reason to think that the regulation is precluded or precluded on that ground. Clarence Thomas was very skeptical of of the OSHA loophole and asked if it would apply to other infectious diseases. Again, going back to what Amy Coney Barrett said, how long do you expect this to be in place, these emergency use of powers? And and Clarence Thomas, uh, to end, to wrap it all out, kind of went right back to that, saying he's very skeptical about the OSHA loophole and asked if it would apply to other infectious diseases because you know it would. Again, if you give them this power, they're never going to give it back. Never going to give it back. Now, you can... <laughs> now, to go to the other side of the aisle... You can expect some, some stupidity here, and that's exactly what you're going to get. Unbelievable statements came from the liberal judges, like super partisan political rhetoric that you don't expect to hear 
or that you don't want to hear anyway, in a Supreme Court setting, but they once again prove how not only unreliable, but also disloyal they are to the country and the Constitution. Justice Sotomayor, who was appointed by Obama, actually falsely claimed that there are over 100,000 children in serious condition because of COVID-19. During oral arguments on Friday, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor claimed that over 100,000 children were in serious condition. And then she went on to actually say, many are on ventilators. That is a 100% lie. You now have Supreme Court justices, and who knows, they've probably been doing this the entirety of the, of the Supreme Court justice, okay? Who knows? But long story short, we caught her in a lie today. Actually, we caught him in a few lies. But to say that over 100,000 kids are seriously uh, injured by this and, the, and that they're on ventilators, that's just simply a lie. The CDC on Friday, today, said four in 100,000 children admitted to the hospital are infected with COVID. And you had Tony the Ratface Fauci go on TV to validate that three days ago when he said, oh, all the children that are in these hospitals are not there with COVID. They are there because of something else and then tested positive for COVID or were asymptomatic but not hospitalized because of COVID. CDC backed that right up. See, this is the great thing about these government institutions, folks, is that the mainstream media will only play the sound bites that don't have anything negative to say about uh, what's going on. However, by law, these places have to have these records, and all you have to do is go get them, go find them. They're there. Use their own trusted government agencies from the left against them. And they go, oh, yeah, where'd you get that, Fox News? Where'd you get that? Jeremy Harrell, that fat guy on Real American Voice News, that where you got it from? And you know what we say back? <laughs> The children are in the hospital with COVID, not necessarily because COVID, and they're a lot less likely to need ventilators. Oh, one or four and 100,000, folks, four and 100,000. So now we have uh, liberal liberal justices lying on the bench. Liberal justices lying on the bench, but did you expect anything else? Anyway, because of that... Right there in the swamp donkey bucket, Justice Sotomayor. You don't lie like that. Come on. You know better than that, or do you? Maybe you don't, because you were appointed by Barack Hussein Obama. Anyway, when we come back, we'll read a little bit of what the uh, (laughs) liberal justices said, or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just move on. You get the gist of it. Long story short, folks, everybody that that is anybody is saying that this looks like a a sure win uh, to block the Biden mandate. So if you're out there chewing off your fingernails, waiting for that moment because it might me- mean you getting a shot or losing your job, just know that, the, that uh, so far from the arguments that we heard today and from the statements that were made by the majority of the judges, it looks like it's going to be blocked. So we got that to look forward to. Anyway, we're going to take a quick commercial break here on Live from America. You're watching Real America's Voice News, real news and honest views. And we'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Yeah, definitely a dumb dumb award. These people, I, I tell you, I don't know who these people think they are. Like, I, I really don't. Like the way they, they, the way that they look down on us and make make it like we don't know what we're talking about. Oh, that's you're just a peasant. Come on now, you can't understand this. You can't understand this stuff. You're just a peasant. 
We're in the Supreme Court. We're in the Department of Justice. We're in the FBI. Ooh. All I need to know is the Constitution. The rest is just poppycock, <laughs> as my grandparents used to say. All I need to know is, is the Constitution and everything else doesn't matter. Just like all I need to know is the gospel and anything else doesn't matter. Um, if they cared about children, they would stop sex trafficking. Exactly. Can I get an amen? Jeremy, you missed the bucket. No, I didn't. I got it in there. I think I did anyway. Jeremy, Elijah Schaefer got shadow banned on Getter. That's the other thing too. How would they, how would they know if they got shadow banned or not? Getter's so new, it's hard to know if you got shadow banned. The only way you know if you're shadow banned is by stacking it up against statistics that you had prior to that. You know what I mean? I get thousands of people on one site. I get barely any on another because I'm new there. I'm going to take the people at their word when Jason Miller says we don't shadow ban anybody. And the reason that Nick Fuentes guy got uh, uh, deleted, whether you believe in free, free, free speech or not, is because he was inciting hate by using N-word and stuff like that. And by by talking about threatening people because they took him off the platform, at least his followers were. So don't go to Getter if you don't want to, or go there if you do want to. If you think it's run by Chinese or you don't want to be there because you think they, 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 that somebody shadow banned, then don't go there. That's the best thing that I can tell you. That's the best thing that I can tell you. But I know if somebody still has a Facebook page and if somebody still has a Twitter page and they're sitting there uh, and you're hearing uh, these same people that have these pages say, well, Getter's shadow banning me, and they still have those other pages, there might be something wrong there. They might want to look in the mirror. I'm just saying, I'm just saying in this, in this day and age, you can't have people calling for violence. If that's, if that's exactly what's happening there, you know what I mean? Shadow ban is what Larry shadow ban is like, is if they hold down your posts, if they ban people, people don't see what you're posting. Like the people that follow you, your friends, they're not actually seeing what you're doing. Um, thank you, Dory. I think you're the best. My grandfather used to say there are plenty of educated dummy <laughs> dummies. That's true. That is true. And even, even the scarecrow said, well, people that, a lot of people with brains doing off or without brains doing awful lot of talking, don't they? Maybe I'm one of them. <laughs> I think some people without brains doing awful lot of talking, don't they? Uh, Getter rented offices in my husband's building in New York City says, Nova, that's awesome. That's awesome. Jeremy, does this mean our military will be protected from the jab? It does not. These two court cases that are in the Supreme Court have nothing to do with the military. Unfortunately, that's a completely separate thing. But the Navy SEALs did get a big win uh, just earlier this week, for sure. They did get a huge win. Jeremy, Ted Cruz should join the yellow Teletubby in his purple onesie. (laughs) Ah, Waiting for truth social, says Joe, dude. Now, see, there you go. He's like, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to wait for true social. That I know I can trust. Well, there you go. There you go. Hey, look, it's not, about, it's not about which one you have and which one we. It's about the fact that we have a place where we feel comfortable and we don't feel like we're threatened. That's the big one right there. That's the big one. All right, let's come back. And welcome back to Live from America. Look, we're going to jump right back into uh, breaking down the Supreme Court um, Supreme Court. Uh, Oral arguments today because a lot of people didn't catch it. And, and, and if you didn't listen to the audio, it, it, I guarantee you the mainstream media isn't going to play it because it wasn't a good day for the liberals. But anyway, the court's three liberal justices appear adamant on their support for the rule 
Justice Elena Kagan said officials have shown, quote, quite clearly that no other policy will prevent sickness and death to anywhere like the degree that this one will. And Justice Stephen Breyer said he found it, quote, unbelievable that it could be in the public interest to put the rule on hold. The Chicago Tribune reported it was the first time that seven justices chose to wear masks while, while, while hearing arguments. Liberal Justice Sonia Sotomayor, who had been diabetic since childhood, chose to, to, not take, or to take part remotely in her office so as not to, get, uh, as to, not to risk exposure to COVID-19's latest Omicron variant. I know you wouldn't want a runny nose and sneeze a couple times. Also, two lawyers representing Ohio and Louisiana had to give their arguments via telephone after testing positive for COVID. And that's pretty much everything we have to say. Long story short, just to give you a 5,000-foot overview, if you were to have to make a, make a, um, a prediction or assume what might happen, right now everything is looking good. <laughs> Maybe I could have just said that to the, in, in the beginning. Hey, guys, Supreme Court went, uh, oral arguments happened today. Everything's looking good. Anyway, in other news. <laughs> but, no, I had to ramble on forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, all right, earlier today, I told you that a source uh, close to RAV and, and friends that uh, people in Real America's Voice News have that have sources inside the White House, I told you that um, the Biden's advisors have literally given him this advice. You ready for this? If for all those who didn't watch this morning, Biden's advice that he's getting from his advisors on COVID-19, which would include Tony the Ratface Fauci, is, ready for this? Give up. <laughs> Greta Thunberg says, how dare you? Give up. Give up on your strategy to defeat COVID-19 because clearly it's not working. Clearly it's not working. <laughs> Just give up. So <laughs> what happens today? Well, Biden came out and literally said that exact thing. You know what? It makes everything else that's happened over the last few days make perfect sense. When Biden had that, that meeting with the 50 um, governors, and said that there was going to be no federal solution to this and that this was going to have to be done at a state level. You kind of got the feeling that, hey, what's happening here? You ha- you're, handing off the- you're handing off the torch? You're not fighting so hard no more? Then we had today, which did not go so very well in the Supreme Court for the oral arguments, right? And then Biden did exactly what we'd expect him to do. He gave up. He came out and basically gave up saying that we're going to have to live with COVID for the rest of our lives one way or another, so we might as well just get used to it. (laughs) But when you have more deaths with vaccines, multiple vaccines, if you have more deaths under your watch than the previous president had with no vaccines, I guess you did not beat the virus. So not only did he not save the economy, but he didn't beat the virus either. This is uh, Joe Biden saying, basically, we just got to have to live with it, folks. Come on, man. No, I don't think COVID is here to stay. That having COVID in the environment here and in the world is probably here to stay. This was in COVID, 2020. As we're dealing with it now, is not here to stay. The new normal doesn't have to be. We have so many more tools we're developing and continuing to develop that can contain COVID and other strains of COVID. So that was Biden 
in 2020 saying he's going to shut down the virus. And now he says today, having COVID in the environment here and in the world is probably here to stay. (laughs) No, COVID ain't here to stay. No, the new normal isn't going to be this. We're going to shut it down, he says in 2020. And then comes out today and says COVID's here to stay. COVID, as we're dealing with it now, is is here to stay. (laughs) Who would have ever thought, right? Uh, He says the new normal is not going to be what it is now. It's going to be better, but we're just going to have to live with COVID and it's here to stay. (laughs) That's Biden saying, I give up. I'm doing what my advisors tell me to do and I just give up. He doesn't know what he's talking about, man. The poor guy. You know what? As much as I'm mad at him, as much as I can't stand the guy, I feel bad. I feel bad. He says, having COVID in the world (laughs) is probably here to stay. (laughs) He said the exact opposite, though. He said the exact opposite before. COVID ain't here to stay. We're going to beat it. We're going to take it down. Oh. That's the other thing, too. They think that we don't pay attention. They think that we can't go back and grab video. You know what I mean? And how come he isn't uh, How come he isn't censored? How come his old videos where he says, hey, if you, don't, if you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, and then thousands of people die? <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Sorry about the, uh, the video there for a minute. It got stuck on. But isn't that crazy? Isn't that incredible? Look at him. Oh... <laughs> Unbelievable. I kind of do. I really do feel sorry for the guy. I really do. I'm not going to lie. So also today I reported to you that uh, the VAERS, the VAERS reporting system, which is now reporting over 1 million, I should say, let me say it again, 1 million adverse reactions and over 20,000 deaths. But as I said earlier, not only does the CDC oversee and maintain the site and the reporting system, but it also massively is is massively underreported. Now, our reporting on this earlier, saying that this is a massively underreported system, was validated by a a CDC published paper that was put out today admitting exactly that, that VAERS is underreported by at least six and a half times. By at least six and a half times. That's absolutely uncalled for uncalled for if this stuff is happening this stuff should be reported a lot quicker and it's not and we're not talking about the people that are home alone that should be reporting this is from hospitals and doctors and did you know that a lot of doctors don't even know how to report adverse reactions or deaths from COVID-19 vaccines to VAERS they don't even know how there was literally a video that I played for I don't know maybe it was about three months ago showing where doctors were like I don't even know how to do it they think we're stupid And yet they're the ones, these experts are the ones that don't even know how to do the most basic things that people can do at home. Anyway, the CDC just published a paper that admits that VAERS is underreported by at least six and a half times. This was easy to miss it since it wasn't specifically called out, but the CDC paper published a week. Oh, excuse, excuse me. It was a week ago. Not today. It was a week ago. It was just published by this reporting, uh, this Steve, Steve Kirsch's newsletter today, um, that VAERS is very underreported, even when people are urged uh, to report it by Health and Human Services. He said, it's hard to keep up with the data coming out of the CDC. He says, but I try my best. And sometimes you strike gold every now and then. Let me put this on a side-by-side so you guys can read along with me. Check this out. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, MMWR, 
COVID-19 vaccine safety in children 5 to 11 years old, United States, November 3rd through December 19th, 2021. He says, here's one such paper that was brought to my attention by Dr. David Wiseman. It was written by authors from the CDC and the FDA, so you can trust it. He says, now look carefully at the second paragraph in the review of vaccine safe data section. Approximately 5.1% of parents reported that their child was unable to perform normal daily activities on the day after receipt of dose one and 7.4% after receipt of dose two. Approximately 1% of parents reported seeking medical care in a week after vaccination. Most medical care was received via a clinic appointment. 441 or 0.6% um, and 14.02% children reported received, <coughs> reportedly received care at a hospital. Information regarding the reason for hospitalization was available for five children and included, uh, included appendicitis in two of them, vomiting and dehydration in one of them, respiratory infection in one, and retro, don't even know what that word is, salitis, <laughs> salitis in another one. Parents and guardians of all hospitalized children were contacted. Two parents completed VAERS reports, and one revealed hospitalization was reported in error. In short, 13 children were hospitalized, were hospitalized, and since one of them was 14, and since one of the 14 was a mistake, yet only two VAERS reports were filed. What is stunning is that even after the parents were expressly asked by HHS to report to VAERS, only two complied with the advice. Of course, these are relatively small numbers, but it is evidence that even in the best case scenario, VAERS is likely to be underreported by at least six and a half times. So we now know, or so we know that they know. They just don't want to admit it, ever, he says. Not even in the same paper. They just say, at the end of the VAERS is, is underreported and the vaccine safe is voluntary. They don't, quanti- they don't quantify it for you. And if someone questions them on this, they'll just say, those were small numbers and not statistically significant. But then it goes on here to talk about the myocarditis rates, the uh, computing the VAERS underreporting factor. And then in the summary, and if you read all of this, it says at the bottom, the bottom line, it was nice to finally see the CDC admit to a minimum six and a half VAERS underreporting factor. Even if they ignore using that in the rest of the paper, at least we are making some progress one baby step at a time. And of course, this was written by, this was a newsletter put out by Steve Kirsch, who follows literally everything the CD is doing and, and constantly is, is uh, putting out documents uh, that, that come from papers that they publish because this is what he does. He just goes through all of it. And he's been a rock for me as far as the stuff I've been getting. He's been a rock for me here on Live from America for this stuff that he's been getting from the CDC. And you know what? We don't have time to go through everything, so we got to rely on, on other people and delegate to other people. And this is the kind of stuff that you'll never see on mainstream media you'll never see this and this is the stuff that you also won't hear other than from justice alito in the supreme court oral arguments today you'll never hear this stuff on there and i don't understand why and you know what else you'll never hear you'll never hear of the people dying from taking the vaccine like a double vaccinated 23 year old powerlifting champion with no underlying health conditions dies after taking the vaccine in Australia? Or what about the heartbreaking story of a double vaccinated 13-year-old boy um, who, uh, from New Jersey who died after suffering cardiac arrest? 
Died after suffering cardiac arrest, and these stories go on for days. There he is. Heartbreaking story. A 13-year-old boy, double vaccinated, from Voorhees, New Jersey, suddenly died in an unexplainable cardiac arrest while playing with his friends, according to a now-deleted Facebook post by his father. Jack Thomas O'Drain suffered a sudden cardiac arrest on New Year's Eve and was on life support in Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. He passed away on Tuesday. Jack Thomas O'Drain's burial will be held on Monday, January 10th. And this is after getting his second dose of the shot. How come nobody's talking about that? Don't you think that these young kids that are, get, that are having this happen, these athletes that are falling on fields, on soccer fields, and on basketball courts and football fields, don't you think all of these um, women who lost their baby, don't you think they should be included in these stories, in these arguments, in these deliberations, in these court hearings? Don't you think that they matter? How come their lives don't matter? How come their lives don't even matter enough to have a simple, common-sense conversation about it? And the only answer over and over again is agenda. Is agenda. And take a quick break here on Real America's Voice News, and we'll be back with more Live from America right after this. Please stay tuned, and thank you very much. Folks, when we come back from this commercial break, I'm just going gonna, gonna to play a cup. I'm going to play a video from President Trump. And then I'm going to give you an update on the abortion clinic that burned down in Knoxville and what uh, authorities are thinking of that. Remember the same abortion clinic that had uh, that had um, feds? The feds were there all over the scene. Like, why were the feds there? It was, did they expect somebody to jump state lines and do it? You know what I mean? It was really odd. So I'll be giving you an update on that. I want to uh, go to some of your comments real quick before we come back. You're right, their lives don't matter, Lynn first says. Not to, not to the government agencies, they don't. But yet they want to save lives, right? That's their whole point for doing this. We want to save lives. Biden will remain alive only as long as he is useful to the dictatorship in the USA. I don't disagree. I thought he'd be gone by, the, by last fall, to be honest with you. Becky says they're killing people with the jab and no one talks about it. They don't care. Laterer says a little slow, but took a minute to catch on to the silver alert. Fartwell caught in Florida maskless. Yeah, I saw that. I also saw somebody who was on here that said they had a hard time finding me since Facebook, but they're back here. So that's good. Cat Cutter says keep up the good fight. You, you, you know it. Um, it's called population control. Why? I mean, I just don't understand why else. I'm trying to sit here and think of it from a logical point of view and say, okay, what if these people are serious? What if they really think that these vaccines are phenomenal and they really want to save our lives, but then you go and look at every other argument to that or why they would do it, and then you look at the other things they do in this, and you say to yourself, that can't be for any other reason but an agenda. The guy that uh, Joe Blystone picked for his attorney, uh, lieutenant governor as a Marine, yeah, he talked about that earlier. He actually said that earlier. Yep. All right, let's, go, let's come back and, and, and do this and, uh, and finish this up, okay? Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Um, it's been a long week. It's been a long, hard week. I know. I know. I get it. 
So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna end the uh, the show with some you know some some good news anyway. President Trump, I want to play a quick video from President Trump because uh, this video caught my attention the other day. Now I was gonna play it when he actually did it, uh, but then like I said, I was so deep into other things, I just it kind of slipped my mind. But one thing about President Trump is he he's never he's hardly ever wrong. And I say I'm not gonna say never wrong, but he's hardly ever wrong. And if he sets his mind to doing something, there's very few people on this planet that can beat him. At whatever it is, okay? He's been talking really bold lately, and apparently on that January, yesterday when he was going to do that press conference, he had some big news to drop uh, that he's apparently going to be dropping in Arizona when he does his rally. But I wanted to play this video for you from this interview that he did with OAN, and this was uh, this happened, this was days ago now, but I just want to play this portion. It's about 48 seconds of it that I thought caught my mind, or caught my eye, caught my ear, I should say. So I want to play this for you, and then we'll talk about it quick when... Uh, Right afterwards. Loud and clear when I saw mail-in ballots, I said they're going to use the COVID to steal the election, to cheat, because they do cheat like nobody's ever cheated before. We ran a third world election. Yeah. And things are coming out over the next couple of days, maybe even today in one case. I hear a very big story is coming out today on the cheating. And numerous states are going to be turned. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to show that they were won by me. It's already shown. Right. If you look yeah. at if you look at Arizona, if you look at the findings in Arizona, that's over. Right. We won it. And I'm going to go out there next week. We're making a speech. But if you look at those findings, we won the state. Right. Now it's up to the attorney general to see if he's going to do something. Do you think there's a lot more that President Trump is going through that any of us know? Number one, and I can't wait to see what his big news is. I'm sure he's going to announce that he's running for president, possibly doing it in Arizona. He's got a lot of pressure on Mark Burnovich right now to get this done, but he's not showing that publicly. And I truly do believe that coming up in this in these in these uh, legislative sessions in Arizona, in Wisconsin, in Georgia, especially with this Georgia thing breaking wide open. I have a feeling President Trump knows that how this year is going to be, and none of us do. And none of us do. The guy is always on point. I mean, he's always on point. Always. Anyway, give you a quick update on the abortion clinic um, that burned down in Knoxville on New Year's Eve. They are now suspecting that it's arson. And it doesn't seem to be like the feds are involved anymore. Like, I don't know why they got involved to begin with, uh, but, it is, but they're saying that it is arson and there is an open investigation. And uh, look, while I'll never condone burning down somebody else's property, if it is a piece of property or facility that murders babies, then maybe all arson isn't all bad. <laughs> I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? Take that with a grain of salt, all right? Take that with a grain of salt, but maybe all arson isn't that bad because we don't need facilities that promote killing our babies in this country. We just don't. We just don't. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Getter. Getter has some, uh, a lot of plans coming up. Getter is going to try to take away uh, the, the power of the MasterCard and the Visa, and they're going to put their own payment 
uh, their own payment processing center inside Getter. They're also going to have short videos like you have on Instagram and TikTok. They're going to have uh, all, all kinds of things, like things that you can go up on your storyboard and all that. And uh, the biggest thing, though, I think, is that they're going to uh, put a payment processing center in there to try to take power away from these big people that tell people they can't go on PayPal or they can't go on Stripe or they can't go on DonorBox or they can't go on Venmo. Uh, uh, Jason um, Miller is putting his money where his mouth is, and he's creating literally an infrastructure for conservatives going into the end of 2022 and especially going into 2024. And all those people who got screwed over by Facebook or Venmo or anybody else, you're going to be vindicated when you go over to Getter. So, and, and True Social, too. Who knows where that's going now that they're partnered with Rumble. Look, my main four going into this year, tw- uh, Telegram, Getter, True Social, and Rumble. That's where you can find me. Um... Anyway, let's, uh, let's end the show the right way, shall we? Let's end the show the right way, and that's with a smile. And by the way, folks, promo code MyPillow.com, LFA, live from America. Massive sales all the way up to 75% off overstock. A lot of 75% off overstock items, and you still get the discount with the LFA um, promo code. So definitely go out there and uh, use that promo code if you want to help the show. And remember, this show is completely viewer-funded, completely donor-funded uh, show. So if you do find value, you can go to my website, jeremyherald.com, and you can sign up to be a monthly donor or even a one-time donor. Everything helps. I'm going to end the show with a great new impersonator that I found. He's going to go from Trump to Mitch McConnell to Obama to Fauci to Chuck Grassley and to Biden. Back to back to back to back. You got to see this. This kid's incredible. He is a uh, he's a great impersonator. And I'm going to put a side by side here so you can see this. Here we go. Well, it's January 6th. Thank you to the great patriots who fought like hell. They fought like hell for their freedom. Unlike Mitch. Well, what you have to realize is President Trump inside of the mob who was fed lies. But with that being said, it's not his fault. And I'd vote for him again. Scooby-Doo, Ted. You know, I just have to say. To the brave patriots who fought for their freedom on that day a year ago. Don't look back and who is going to come storm Cancun with me, Barack? (laughs) Hey everybody, I have to say (laughs) that this rhetoric makes me sick. And as FDR said, January 6th is a day which will live in infamy. Chuck, do you even remember it? Senator Leahy, Senator Leahy. You know, this whole disaster of January 6th would have been much safer had the rioters been wearing more masks as opposed to horned headdresses. Joe, well, listen, folks, January 80th is a bad day. Ice cream for ice cream. What are we doing? Well, it's January 6th. Thank you to the... <laughs> January 80th was a ice cream for ice cream. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, you got to end the week the right way, right? You got to end the week the right way. Anyway, folks, there's right ways and wrong ways, and there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. I'll see you Monday, bright and early, 11 a.m. Well, it's not bright and early, but it's morning, 11 a.m. for more Live from America. God bless you. Keep your families close. Spread the gospel this weekend. And remember, folks, we're just getting started. Have a great and wonderful weekend. God bless each and every one of you. See you later.